I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scam Squad. I'm your host, Patty Teal, here as always with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Hi, Vicki. Hi, Patty. I bet you have a new scam to tell us about today. Well, I have a variety of scams. I'm calling them a smattering of scam warnings because, as I've mentioned before, I get scam information and scam warnings from lots of different sources. And one of the best, I think, is Consumer Action News Alert. And their latest newsletter was full of a lot of good information. So I thought I'd share some of what I think are the more critical items. And the first one, Patty, has to do with Social Security and the 2013 cost of living adjustment, which is 8.7% increase. Wow. And we know that scammers are always trying to get their hands on our Social Security or at least our Social Security number. And how has this increase in the amount affected what scammers are trying to do? Well, the fear is that the scammers are going to do what they tried to do when we were getting COVID benefits. They're going to contact us and tell us that we have to do something in order to get this increased benefit, like click on a link or respond to a text and obviously give all kinds of personal and financial information. But the warning is don't be fooled. The Social Security Administration already has all of your information And these costs of living increases will come to you automatically. You do not have to do one thing to get this cost of living increase. So don't believe it if somebody calls you and tells you that they're from Social Security and you have to give all this information in order to get the increase. Yeah. And again, the scammers are playing on our fear. It so often happens with scammers that if we don't do something, we'll lose our benefits or lose our increase. Absolutely. And another way the scammers are trying to get our money has to do with the sale of these over-the-counter hearing aids. I know that the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has approved the sale of over-the-counter hearing aids. Now, how are the scammers taking advantage of this? So consumers need to be aware that legitimate hearing aids are being sold over-the-counter alongside low-quality products, and online, you might get a scam product. And these products can be very pricey. So as criminologist Judy Yates tells us, do your homework. If you see a product online with a price that seems too good to be true for one of these hearing aids, Google the company or the product that's being sold and see what comes up. And as Judy told us, type in the company name with the word scam and see if any results pop up. Yeah, because you certainly don't want to end up with a hearing aid that doesn't work no matter how low the price is. Right. And one good tip I got from this newsletter about this same subject, hearing aids, apparently AARP has a great article titled How to Shop for an Over-the-Counter Hearing Aid. And I know a lot of people are interested in this, so I really would refer you to this article because they tell you what things to look for, what questions to ask, really everything that you need to know about making this very important purchase. But the article does go on to say that this is a brand new area for marketers of these products in terms of a couple of things, the wide variety of products that are offered, 
how to price them, how to market them. So according to the article, it's going to be the wild, wild west out there for a while. Oh, I have to laugh at that. The wild, wild west. The perfect <laughs> environment for those scammers to go to work. Absolutely. So this newsletter also contained a warning about romance scams again which reinforces my personal observations that these scams are still rampant. The FBI said that in 2021, 24,000 24, victims across the United States reported losing approximately $1 billion to romance scams. And of course, we know that that's just the tip of the iceberg because it's likely that many more losses went unreported. People are very hesitant to report these kinds of scams. So these scammers, as we know, create fake online profiles to lure victims into a relationship. And there's even a term for that now. It's called catfishing. Yeah. And we have talked about the romance scam so many times. We've talked to victims many, many times. And often the scammer is not who they say they are. I mean, that's the catfishing, right? And how might someone know that they're not talking to who the person says they are? Well, the article did give several tips. If you know someone who you think might be involved with a romance scammer, these are very good things to point out. For example, the person won't video chat with you, or if they do, it's dark and you can't really see them. Now, why is that? And another tip, there's always, it seems to be an excuse for not meeting in person. You have to ask why. If this person's so in love with you, why don't they want to meet you in person? And if you do a reverse image search of their photograph on Google, it comes up connected to somebody else's account. We've talked about doing that before. Another tip, the person seems to lie a lot and tell stories that contradict one another. And of course, the biggest red flag of all, they ask for money. Yeah. And I know it's so important if you talk to someone who may be a victim of the romance scam, not to be judgmental. And they're likely to be defensive and not believe that the person who's romancing them is a scammer. But I think that the best way to get them to realize it might be a scam is to point out some of the red flags. Is that correct? That's right. You know, just ask questions. Well, why won't this person come visit you? Does that seem like a reasonable excuse or how come they want at least a video chat if they can't visit with you? Doesn't that seem a little strange? You're better off if you can lead the victim to coming to their own conclusion. And if you ask questions that are just kind of innocuous, but maybe obvious, you might be able to get them to start asking questions themselves and realize, "Uh uh-oh, I think I'm dealing with a scammer. Yeah, great advice. And Patty, the last item I wanted to share, because this is, I think, the first time I've seen it, is about car rentals. USA Today recently warned of rental car-related scams. And just like with other things, if you go online to look for a car rental agency, sometimes the fake rental agencies can appear high up on the online search results. And if you click on that particular link, it's going to deliver you right into the scammer's hands. And of course, what are they going to do to try and keep you? They are going to offer you a special deal if you pay upfront with a yes 
a gift card. A gift card, our biggest nemesis. Basically, if any company wants you to pay with a gift card, it's a scam. It is a scam. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I have personal experience with almost getting scammed by a rental car company. I was extending my rental car and I don't know why I didn't call the number that's on the keys, but I went to the website that I thought was the legitimate website and called the number and they wouldn't let me extend my stay with the American Express that I had, which is what I paid for in the first place. And I thought, well, that's just really weird. How come I can't extend with that card? And that alerted me that it was a scam, but they seemed very legitimate the way they answered the phone. So it's tricky. So in addition to being very careful with the website that you choose, as Judy Yates and Vicky has told us so many times and everyone, just look for something that's a little odd. It might say Enterprise One, you know, and the one might just change the URL enough to trick us, but it can look very real. So be sure that you've got the legitimate site and also stick with the main brand names, possibly. You'll be more likely to avoid scams. Absolutely. It's so tempting if somebody offers a much better deal. But as we know, as we've learned the hard way, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Yes, that is a disappointing fact of life. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so Vicki, any good news today? Well, yes, there is some good news. I've talked several times before about the dreaded Black Axe gang. And this is a very large and dangerous gang operating out of Nigeria, and they specialize in romance scams and email compromise scams. So here is the headline, Canadian leader of complex Nigerian fraud and money laundering ring sentenced. He was investigated, prosecuted, convicted, sentenced. He's getting 17 years and six months in prison, and the court has ordered over $10 million in forfeiture. Now, the thing that was interesting to me about this case is this fellow was a part of the Black Axe gang. And apparently, the Black Axe gang, as I've said before, runs like a big corporation. They are an international criminal organization. They're based in Nigeria, but they have, if you want to call them that, satellite offices all over the world. And this particular fellow was the treasurer, if you will, the treasurer of the Black Axe Group's Northern American Zone area based in Ontario, Canada. So they have these satellite offices and operations all over the world, just like a big corporation. And this man's specialty was recruiting money mules in the United States to launder money that the Black Axe gang was getting by romance scams and email compromise scams. So it was good that this fellow at least was taken out of business. Really good, Vicki. And it just still sounds to me, it's just so brazen that they're run like big corporations. What did you say? Well, this person was in charge of their Northern American zone. So he was the treasurer of the Northern American zone running out of wow. Ontario, Canada. Yeah. And I hope that the scourge of these scammers can be wiped off the face of the earth before too long, but very difficult to do. I know. It's very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they're catching some of them and shutting them down. Thank you so much, Vicki. Look forward to talking next week. But before you go, would you give your fraud hotline number in case anyone wants to talk to you or perhaps share their story on Scam Squad? Absolutely. So my fraud hotline is area code 805-568-2442. And that's 805-568-2442. And Vicki and I were talking before the show, if you have any questions, we're going to start answering them on the YouTube channel. So please just submit any questions that you have from the YouTube channel and we'll be answering them. So thanks everybody for tuning in. Talk to you next week, Vicki. Thank you, Patty. Bye-bye. Bye.